Stand by for a start. Behind the gates. They're locked away now. Out of the last couple. With Sky's stable stars. The excitement really starting to build. On Sky Sports Radio. Back to Saturday HQ. Welcome to Behind the Gates. Here's your chance to join the conversation. Give us an idea of what you like today or you're umming and ahhing about what you want to bet on or just any general racing comments there for discussion. 0419-767-272. We'll also do the Behind the Gates multi. Um, didn't quite land it last week, so um, no better time to try and land it and get the better of the tab than this week. So stay with us. We'll, uh, the multi will be revealed in a little while, a little later in um, in this hour, but we'll let you know when. That's for sure. Stay with us. I might just welcome in the man sitting right next to me. He's with the tab. He's at all those tab prices. Andrew Hurley. Hurls, what's doing? Oh, mate, it's been a busy morning. Was, uh, what the drama last night out at, uh, down mm. at the Valley. So, uh, look, we've had to... Uh, have a look at uh, what bets remain and stand, etc., etc. I'll actually give you the official word if you don't mind. Just so I'm sure we'll get a uh, we'll get uh, some queries about it. So I'll just give you the official word from uh, the senior traders there at uh, Tab. If I can uh, bring this up, but uh, just having a look at the fields today, and we've got plenty of value at Ramwick. A tough meeting, but I tell you what, a very good meeting. Looking forward to that. I'll get you that info in just a moment. Beautiful. Uh, calling all the action at Ramwick today. Best seat in the house is Darren Flindell. Hello, Darren. Yes, good morning, uh, Richard. Really looking forward to today's card. It's always one of the uh, the good races to put on at the back end of the carnival, the spring champion stakes. And it's, boy, it's a very competitive race today. I think there's, uh, there's numerous hopes in that. And, uh, and the running of the Brian Crowley as well, uh, an interesting race on the card. So we're all armed and ready to go. On the big stage, Sky Racing 1 has done the form for a number of different venues today. And his name is Brad Davidson. Davo, good morning. Morning, fellas. Yep, um, excited about today. Obviously, uh, Cox Plate's a race every year that um, you know really gets uh, excited as a racing fan. Um, and uh, a great card in, at Randwick as well. I agree with Darren. I think Spring Champions a great betting race, and um, I think there's a few horses in the market taking up too much percentage. We'll get to that later, and uh, yeah, I'm, I'm really looking forward to today's program. Let's uh, let's dive in. And sorry, Hills, far away. Yeah, okay. So I'll just clarify uh, the situation with the fixed odds bets from last night. Fixed odds bets stand given the race is run within 24 hours, which is in line with the betting rules. Given, however, the change of circumstances, should a customer wish to cancel their bet by request, uh, Tab will accommodate this. This means customers who have locked in a good price about a runner and or wish for their band to, a bet to stand anyone, uh, anyway, they get the uh, outcome they would desire. But however, if customers do not wish for their bet to stand for whatever reason, he's given the choice to make contact and have their bet cancelled. We'll oblige these and these customers get the outcome they desire also. So basically, customer choice. So I know we've fielded a lot of questions and probably continue to do so. But uh, yeah, hopefully that clarifies. So just call uh, customer service if you wish to have your bet uh, withdrawn. One triple three nine zero. Don't ring you. Bring yeah, don't service. ring me, please. <laughs> <laughs> well, can't be fairer Mate, than that. I woke up at quarter to seven this morning. I think I'd have five texts already. But anyway. Well, it, uh, yeah, I think Munns has clarified it and uh, and you have there. So yeah. can do no more than that. Oh, Darren, uh, what what are conditions like at Ramwick at the moment? I mean, what are, what are you seeing? 
It's, uh, it's rather humid, uh, rather muggy, but as far as rain's concerned, uh, I think there might have been a little shower a short time ago, and any rain we do get today will just be those, those very, very light showers. I think we're pretty much in the clear here today. Beautiful. Um, we might go to some of the questions and thoughts here, and I might just take our listeners firstly, Hurls, to race nine today. It is the invitation, $2 million for the Phillies and the Mares. We've seen the invites going out over the course of the last three weeks uh, to a to a month. And, gee whiz, this, this looks like a, a pretty open market. What, what are you seeing here for the invitation? Yeah, it's a fantastic betting race, isn't it? Espiona, they're buttering up again. 480 to 440, back to 480, and it remains the favourite. Ice Bar, 5 to 480, back to $5. Forbidden Love, 6 to 7, back to 6. Nimalee, 6 to 650. She's a belter, 12 to 11. 12 out to 13 for Swats. That electric girl just a tickle there. 16 to 14, never talk. Huge run last start. 17 to 15. As far as dollars invested today, it is Ice Bath in front of Espy Owner. And then uh, she's a belter. Whilst the uh, move has only been 12 into 11, it holds a fair bit of cash today. We'll get overall thoughts from, uh, from both uh, of you guys uh, on this race. Um, just the questions coming through. A couple of questions here. Badger from Newcastle asks, good morning. Promise of success, any real chance? Or is it a matter of lots of promise but little success? Thanks very much. And a, a mare that no one's talked about a whole lot this morning, can Barb Raider cause an upset in the invitation from Mick on the tweed? Dave, I might come to you. Um, and then, and there's a, a text for you, Brad. Is today the day for Espiona in the invitation? Yeah, look, it's a fascinating race, isn't it? Um, uh, look, I'll go through those questions first of all. Promise of success. I think the, the drier tracks do. She just gets back and always needs luck, particularly at this grade, which she's got a brilliant turn of foot. And uh, I, I could see her flashing home into the placings. Whether she'll get there, we'll, we'll wait and see. Barb Raider. Maybe, but I'm not sure quite this class. But Fresh and the Stable are a very good first-up stable. Espiona, well, I mean, it's grand final day. It's voila, but she, she's been pretty disappointing, hasn't she? Um, I know that the tempo wasn't there the other day for her, but she's still laying in at both runs this preparation. She loses James McDonald. Um, I suppose grand final day being targeted at the race is the, is the, is the angle, but I don't, I don't think she should be favourite still. I think Nimalee should be favourite, guys. I, I, you, know, you just got to put Pentra or Epson run. I was sitting there shaking my head at the 600. I thought, oh, she can't win. They've just absolutely overcooked it on speed. They went way too hard. And she had the audacity to, to kick at the, at the 300, still be in front. And it took Ice Bath the entire straight to get past her after doing absolutely no work in the run. And uh, Nimalee's run was, was much better. Um, she rolls forward again, hopefully doesn't do anywhere near the amount of work. She's really well weighted under the, the set weights and penalties conditions. I think 1,400 suits. If we get a bit of rain throughout the day, that'll that'll help her too. But I, I think she'll run a, a great race. I think she's a very underrated mare. Um, look, Ice Bath, I think the draw's a big negative. Um, I don't think anyone's really spoken about that, that this week. Um, she gets back in her races. She's going to be cluttered up. She's a better horse getting to the outside. I, I think that draw's a negative. Espion is the one I'm worried about because their best is still better than these. But um, the fact she's laying in and, and loses J-Mac, there's a couple of uh, big negatives there for me. So Nimalee, the, the one for me, guys, I've got to be a little bit against Never Talk on the on the track conditions. And um, also think Forbidden Love's a little bit overplayed. I, I think she needed a proper heavy 
Um, and I'm not sure she's going as well. Well, she's not going as well. Simple as that. A run in the Sydney Stakes was okay, but um, I just don't know if she's quite back to that level yet. So two Nimalee clearly on top for me. Uh, I think she's a bet at 6.50 as well. Brad, just quickly, promise of success and Bar Raider comments on those horses. Yeah, promise of success. She'll get back. But look, the, the wet track was a was against first up. She's got a lethal turn of foot, so she can finish off. And Barb Raider, as I said, just maybe not quite this level, but a really good fresh stable, so respect them all the same. And she's a belter. Got a chance. I do can see different form here, but I don't think she's actually that well weighted here. And uh, even though she carries the 54 for a three-year-old filly, um, and I just, I've got to be a little bit against that JJ Atkins form. It just hasn't stood up much at all. So, um, but respect the Snowdens. But for me, it's all about Nimalee. Okay. What are you saying, Darren, here in the invitation? Okay. Uh, promise of success isn't in my top four, but I do respect her. her all her best forms on soft-rated tracks were on a soft six today with Barb Raider, I thought. She'd be warming up when the race is, is all over. I thought 1,400 metres a little bit too short. And Espiona, I've, um, I've sort of got to give up now because of the fact she keeps laying in under pressure and she's just not, uh, she's not going to the levels that we thought she was going to as a three-year-old. So I'm focusing on, like Brad, with Nimalee. I just think Nimalee uh, takes control of this race unless Expat uh, pings up with the blinkers going back on today, which is possible. But in any case, Nimalee will be right up there on the pace, uh, in the right spot, she's she's having a really good preparation. She's a quality mare, so I'm happy to take the price each way about her. I think Forbidden Love will go a lot better today for the fact she's come up with a good gate. She's drawn 10, 9, 18 out there in the Sydney Stakes. Blake Shin on today. Barrier 2 is going to get the absolute run of the race today, I thought, Forbidden Love. And she might bounce back. Then I put Ice Bath in and, and she's a belter. But I'm focusing on the top two here who are very well off at the weight. OK. Promise of success. You mentioned, yeah, just where does she fit in? Uh, suited by the soft track today, uh, the soft yeah. six, but not in my top four. Rightio. OK. So hopefully that um, covers off uh, on some of the questions there on the invitation. What race is the Brian Crowley today? Is it race four? Four on the program, maybe. No, race... Race six. Race six. Thank you, Davo. The grain shaker, Brian Crowley. Might grab a, a market for this race, if I can. Hurls, race six there at Ramwick today. Yeah, been popular all week, has Cote, the favourite. 240 to 250, back to 240 today. Insurrection, $5 to 440. Dashing Legend opened at 650 this morning. Peaked at seven, now 650. Six to 750, back to 650 for Thronbone. <laughs> Northern Beaches, 13 to 12, are back to $13. It's back from Melbourne. And then we go to Chalente. It's also back from Melbourne, 11 to 13. All right, as far as activity is concerned this morning, uh, we have got Cote, clearly best-backed runner, and that has been the case all week, holding about... Oh, five times more than Insurrection. Away from that, Thronbone's actually been well tried uh, this morning, dollar-wise. It's been 6 to 7.50, back to $6. John from Penrith, uh, Darren, asks, how does the panel assess Thronbone and his chances in the Crowley today? Well, the form certainly looks good enough. Um, so yes, yeah, so I wouldn't uh, be dismissing Thronbone. Put him down as the is the fourth pick in the race, running fifth to Giga Kick. Certainly gets your attention in the vein stakes uh, back in August. One thing about the race is a lot of speed. Cote, Insurrection, Dashing Legend. Now, do they let Cote just go forward and, and control the race, or does Blake Shin go forward on Insurrection, or does Abdullah kick up there on Dashing Legend? I was sort of hoping the pace in this race would be quite strong, and uh, I'm going to take the chance here with Clary Connors, Philly Shalonte. 
I've been waiting for her to get onto a bigger track. Uh, she didn't seem to handle the, the left way of going at Caulfield last time and at Canterbury prior to that. Uh, things just went wrong there. But I loved a narrow win. I loved a Wyong win. And I think she's uh, better than country class, to be honest, Chalante. And now she gets into a race with a big, long straight. And off the back of what I hope's a genuine speed, I'm having an each-way ticket on Chalante here uh, with Pike in the saddle. So 10 each-way for me and the Brian Crowley. What do you think, Brad? Yeah, look, just on Thronbone, um, I can see he's got a chance here. I don't think he's that well-weighted with the, the 57 and a half. Um Oh, I just think he's just go okay that a little bit more than than a few informed horses here. But the stable have a thirty one percent strike rate first up the last two years, so very good first up. Didn't beat a lot of Flemington and Caulfield, um, but then went and obviously ran five lengths behind Giga Kick. But um, I think that form line might be overplayed for a little while to come personally, but um, that's just my sort of thoughts. Um, look, I think he's got a good chance from a smother, but uh, for me, I'm, I'm with Cote here. I, I think he sets up okay. Uh, Look, a drier track. I was hoping we'd get a bit more rain, sure. But, you know, he's run on a, on a good four in a midway at Rose Hill, two back. He should have won by length. He had no luck whatsoever. I just think you go through his form, this preparation, he should be four from four. We haven't seen the bottom of him yet. Um, I think they've got to roll forward and, and let him use his speed. Insurrection might lead, but I think they'll take a seat on Dashing Legend after she went too hard in front the other day. I think they'll take a seat with the smother and he can either lead or, or sit outside the lead here and and uh, he's just in a really good frame of mind. So for me, Cote, I think insurrection's the danger. Tommy Berry was aboard both these horses last time out. I spoke to Tommy during the week, and he felt Cote, um, you know, class-wise, might be just, just above insurrection, but he, he did note he's been up a while too, Cote. So I think, think they're both good horses and expect them both to run really well here and um, probably not a, a great deal between them. So um, Cote, for me, though, I'm, I'm with him, and I think he's hard to beat. Brad, where do you see Northern Beaches, mate? You know, I'm a bit of a rap for red. Didn't do much down in Melbourne, but um, it's back up. Yeah, yeah, just, I mean, he won a... He won you could just clearly say it, no, Hills. Uh, well, I told you no after the first run, so I hope you haven't butted up the last two, but... Uh, uh, I thought he was going to say, yeah, it's a lovely part of the world. I quite like it up there. It's good. Yeah. <laughs> That, that answers that. Is that? Just because Brad loves these races, well, he genuinely does, is that there's a highway question come through, Hurls. And what's our, our highway this week? Is a, a class three over the 1800 metres. Had Danielle C on this morning. Got a couple of runners. What is the latest with the Tab Highway today, Hurls? Well, competitive as always. Yeah, we've got uh, Anthony Manton has an interest in Alloway and also uh, Marto with Socrates. And they're in commission somewhat. Well, Socrates certainly is. Uh, Lord DeSanimo knows how to run a place. Uh, 12 to 13, back to 12. 23 to 26 for Alloway. Jalmari's 420 into 390 makes it favourite. Uh, Socrates opened at 480 on Wednesday. 480 this morning has not budge then we go to sassy's choice it's uh 12 to 13 6 to 650 king of spades no huge inward moves here uh for today's highway as far as investments are concerned uh we've got jalmari uh, most popular today gee we're taking some money on these races of course uh, first two races at ramwick today there was a question uh, on that as oh, well yeah. yeah uh place at winbev if it doesn't win uh money back Munns was not sure if that was going to be happening today, but he re received a directive early that um, 
that it was. I've seen it advertised on the tab app. It's mm-hmm. there. That uh, promotion again on races one and two, up to $50. He's had a lot on his plate, though, oh, Darren Glenn. To be Glenn. fair... <laughs> well, <laughs> to, to be fair, I reckon there would have been at least... Uh, 20 to 30 emails this morning just clarifying everything. So, And I'll just clarify something also uh, in relation to the quaddy at Mooney Valley today. Someone uh, text him what legs they are, what races. Uh, races 8, 9, 10 and 11. Um, the question for both Brad and Darren and Hurls, if you'd like to have an opinion here, is morning, boys. Speaking of buttering up again, I've backed Joe Murray again in brackets <laughs> last chance. Your thoughts, please. Russell from Penrith, Jaumari, Darren. Russell, I'm with you. I can't believe I'm giving this horse another chance, but it was just given no hope last time. Uh, in a horrible position of turning for home, and then when it saw daylight, the way it's hit the line, I thought, oh, you're going to have to give this another chance next time out. Socrates completely dominated up front there on that very heavy track. But uh, I'd like to think over this distance of the 1,800 metres that he'll get it. Uh, the wet track's no issue. So, yes, I'm sticking with Joel Murray. But I think King of Spades is, is getting very close to win. Uh, King of Spades would be uh, my big danger. And maybe Socrates could go close to repeating the tactics of last time. That were my main hopes, Joel Murray over King of Spades. What do you say, Dover? Yeah, look, I was with him last time out and it was one of those just throw your ticket in the air moments, wasn't it? It, it, uh, it was clearly um, just very frustrating to watch. He got a long way back and then held up and got out about the 200 and just made up many, many lengths. So um, gets a better draw here. Tyler Schiller aboard, still gets a claim and just would have liked a heavy track. Doesn't get that. So that's a little concern, but I've got him on top, but not the same confidence as the other day. Um, but, look, I think Socrates will run well again. I thought Smooth Spree was the big winner after the rain missed. He, he likes the tracks on the on the firmer side, and he's run well at this track and distance. So they were the three I was working around. But, yeah, no, nah, last time was a horror show. Rightio. Um, get your texts in for the guys. Here's your chance. 0419-767-27. That's 0419-767-272. I might grab a market hurls if I could for race five at Ramming today. The Vale Beryl White Falonte handicap. I've seen some Epsom winners. None as good as when Falonte won that day. Yeah, that was the era, wasn't it? Nothing like a Dane, Falonte, Saintly, Octagonal. Amazing uh, Falonte, win. yeah, outstanding. Uh, Diamond's the favourite at $3.70. Uh, looking at the fluctuations today, it opened at $3.50. We've got $5 into $4 War Eternal. Purple Sector, 5 to $5.50. Yeehe, very solid at $6. 6 to $7.50 for Big Boy. Roy, a uh, little bit of push today. Cry, dearest. 23 into 17. Oh, gee, I've lost some money on it. Uh, I can tell you, in terms of dollars held today, uh, it's actually Big Boy Roy uh, holds the most amount of money invested today, and it's a $7.50 chance and a drift. Um, Steve from Clovelly is asking, I quite like Diamil today. Um, do you think the seven-day backup is part of the plan? Or what are you thinking with Diamil today? Brad? Yep, uh, he's got to be a great chance. 1,600 metres suit and uh, backup, as you said. Um, the thing with this race, though, is it's almost, I mean, being a bit harsh to a few of them, but it's almost like uh, find the best out-of-form horse. I mean, they're all just going okay aren't they and there's nothing there that's sort of flying at the moment and 
I thought Dymill was good in inferior ground fresh, but he's still been uh, five lengths the other day. It's still a bit of a concern. Gets the right sort of run, gets his right set up, but it's a race where they're all mixing form. War Eternal was great two starts ago, and then too bad to be true in an Epsom. So he might be the one with a bit of substance in his form. Blinkers again, 52 kilos, should have won two starts ago. So he'd be the way I would lead. Um, Dymill got a chance. Yee's got a chance, but it's Yee. Um, and Bonnie Esther and Big Boy Roy, they're all purple sector. They're all there. I mean, they're not out of form. They're just not flying, I think, is, is a better way to say it. No horse in this race is absolutely airborne. So it's, it's finding the, the one that's going to find the right race. I think there's six chances. I found it the hardest race of the day. Really, Darren? I've gone with the ex-Kiwi here, uh, Palmetto. Uh, John Sargent's uh, four-year-old. He uh, only had the one start at Ramwick. Uh, April 23 on the heavy 10 just did not handle that but all his previous wins in New Zealand had been on heavy but he just came to my attention watching his trials I saw him trial at Randwick on the 26th of September finishing third to Coteal it was really good work and uh, the trial prior to that went to the line absolutely hard held so I think the horse is, is going well within himself and with a light weight uh, on the wet track he's won first up before he was $18 earlier in the week he's $14 now I just, I just couldn't find anything in the race that grabbed me, so I'm, I'm going to take the chance each way here with Palmetto. Okay, very good. Uh, let's uh, take a look at it. We'll get to the Spring Champions soon, and also the Calendar Prismal. But there are some questions and thoughts uh, for the guys on other races here. Race four hurls. We have um, a benchmark 78 race four at Ramwick today. We're going over the mile here. I suppose Mahagoni is the favourite, but what are you seeing here? Yeah, Blake Shin comes to town today. Absolutely airborne is Blake, and he's aboard the favourite here. Uh, Mahagoni, it's 350 to 360. Walinga Rafio is 460 to 440. Commanding, or commanding, uh, we'll go 550 to 5, back to 550. Naval Seal, 550, no change. And we get an Omaji at $13. In terms of trade today, Naval Seal. May or may not be mm. in someone's uh, behind the gates multi, which we'll announce in about ten minutes. It's the most popular runner clearly today. Was a horse that um, I think Brody said I like him from the trials. We might hear more from Darren shortly. But the the question is, um, Charlotte from Wyong asks, um, I like Willinga Rufio today, but will he get control on speed? Uh, Darren, how are you seeing this race being run? Uh, will he get control on speed, Willinga Rufio? Uh, not sure with Cognac there in the race, so quite possibly. I have to say I just did not like his trial at all at Ramwick. On the, maybe it was because it was on the synthetics. I, I should be mindful of that. But he's coming off a uh, firing up there at Rose Hill and just weakening right out. When he got complete control at Warwick Farm, he looked like a good horse. So I, I just don't know how to play this guy. And I've just got, I've got my concerns about him because I just didn't like the trial one bit. So... Um, and I think Cognac's going a lot better now. We'll be right up on the speed. Now, there was talk there of Naval Seal, number 12. Uh, they have just been burying this in its trials. It was necked right back at Rose Hill on September 20. It was necked again on the, on the 4th of October. They just seem to be going to a little bit of trouble there to, to try and get that off the radar, but the betting would suggest plenty of people know about it at 5.50. I'm going with Naval Seal. They reckon Jack Denham used to uh, get his horses out before the lights were on, uh, and they'd absolutely <laughs> fly. <laughs> they would get on early and wooshka. I reckon Jack Denham had a goose at the stables that you did not want to walk in 
into that stable block. Otherwise, Some great that goose would have a red-hot go at you. Brad, um, Willinga Rufio, or well, I suppose the question for, for starters relates to the, the speed map here. What are, what are you seeing? Well, Cognac's a bit of a mad leader, so so's Willinga Rufio, but they'll be they'll be uh, making sure they don't get in a, a speed battle like they did last time. Mowdy was absolutely gone at the 600. They just went way too hard and I think if you're on him, you may as well have thrown your ticket in the air again. Um, just again, disappointing tactics. They got the tactics completely wrong. Um, so they probably have a go for it early, and then if, if Cognac wants to keep going, just come off his back and, and sit back a few lengths. So we'll, we'll see how that pans out. I'll give him another chance. I, I do I do can see what Darren said but um, around his trial, but I've got, a, I've got a, a sort of thought process with Mark Newnham's trials. I believe they trial a lot like the the Waterhouse and Bot Yards sometimes. You know, a lot of their horses, they're pushed out at the trials. They look a bit plain. I don't know if they wear the heavy shoes or I'm not sure what it is, but they seem to still be able to come out and, and run really well on race day. You had a, a first starter winner um, at the midweek a couple of weeks ago and it, it trialled much worse and uh, comes out and, and shows that real good turn of speed. So I just think some stables, I'm, I'm happy to forgive bad, tri- or, you know, average trials and, and Mark, you know, definitely one of those stables airborne at the moment and Oh, look, I think he's got a bit of upside. I think Naval Steel's got a great chance. He beat Willinga Rufio last preparation and meets him better at the weights for doing that. First up, obviously, but um, I think they're the, they're they're both right in the in the game here. Um, and I think the other main chance is Mahagoni, but probably a little bit soft on him after he got back in a in a walking race the other day. But yeah, I just want to be with Willinga Rufio and, and Naval Steel. That's probably the the form lines I'm, I'm happy to go with here. Rightio, let's go um, to our two, outside of the invitation, our two feature races today. And race seven's a beauty. The uh, the Tab Calendar Presnell, uh, the old Stan Fox, of course, a million dollars, group two over the mile, named after two great men. They'll be honoured today. Yeah, and if you haven't already, make sure you catch on Thoroughbred Central. It'll be replayed a few times. Uh, they sat down for a chinwag during the week. Fascinating stuff from both yeah. uh, Maxie and also... Uh, from Mr. And, and there's still two guys that if you're at the races... Mate, you go up to them. They'll have a chat to you. They're just staying too happy to have a chat. They're just good guys. Absolutely. Uh, race number seven on the card, which is the tab calendar, a personal. Dollar eighty golden mile one seventy five this morning so pretty short communist four eighty no change flag of honor seven fifty no change a lot more love drifts today eight to nine fifty Bergen has been specced here today nineteen to fifteen and that's pretty much the tail of the tape as far as dollars held here it is one way traffic golden mile uh, in front of a lot more love even no. It has drifted from 8 to 9.50. Got a, uh, a text there from Nigel in Seaforth, and that's just down the road from where we are. Um, gents, Golden Mile has been at $1.80 for a while now. Is that not value in the calendar presnell? Darren? Is it not value? Um, <clears throat> I think it's, it's right price, uh, to be honest. It just looks the winner of this race. Um... The only other one I am looking at is the the filly that I tipped last Saturday, and I was very impressed with the win. She won the first there. The Reginald Allen quality is a lot more love. She was really strong at the end of the 1,400 metres. I think she'll absolutely eat up the mile here today. Uh, She was the only other horse I was looking at in this, and uh, I'll definitely tie her up in Quinellas with Golden Mile and leave it at that. Rightio. Uh, What do you think, Brad? 
Yeah, it's a, it's an interesting one. You either think he's immoral or you're just a little bit conservative on him because you know he's selling at a Caulfield Guineas mile and, and now he's got to run a Ramwick mile. And I don't know what they do tactics wise. I'm not sure if anything's come through this morning, but you know they were they were hell bent on riding him with that with cover in that Caulfield Guineas, and I think that was the key of getting him home. And and now do they just go back, right back, or do they roll forward because he does have that speed and and leave him a little bit exposed late? I mean. It's one of those races where I wanted to find something to beat him, but I just think the the ones behind him aren't much good, to be honest. Um, they haven't shown a great deal, and, and he's kind of... He's, he's, he's a great one winner, Brad. It's back to set yeah. weights. Yeah, you're right, but the Caulfield Guineas wasn't a great race. You look at the time out of it, and it was, quite frankly, terrible. Um, and you look at the blanket finish with about, you know, 12 or 10 of them across the line with two lengths, and you go, you know, alarm bells, alarm bells here. Yeah. This isn't a good race at all. Um, but... You look at what's behind him here, and there's there's nothing that's sort of coming from left field with with any real strong form lines at this stage. Um, so I, I've got to be with him, but I, I personally I mark him two dollars just because I was on him the other day and I thought I got away with it. I thought I got away with it, perfect yeah. ride, and he's just absolutely fallen in at the mile. And now you got to take dollar eighty Ramwick mile, but you know you're taking on lesser opposition. So uh, he could come out and just easily win. But um, it wouldn't be surprised if he feels the pinch the last hundred metres as well. Yeah, interesting comments, Brad. I mean, that, that, like the market likes the guineas, doesn't it? With elliptical mm-hmm. there um, for the spring champion and, and this horse. So we'll see how things play out. Hurls. We're pretty close to um, this multi going live for our listeners. The behind the gates multi. So now might be a nice time to maybe let the listeners know what we're doing today and also how they can get to that multi and. How much they're going to have on and what the dividend might be. The stage is yours. All right. So it'll be maximum bet of $25. And the price today is very handsome. We're looking at $7. Now, we'll give each other up as to who's taken what. Uh, And we start with Darren. Race 4, number 12, Naval Seal. Uh, Race 7, number 1 for Richard, Golden Mile. Epileptical for yours truly, race eight, number one, and race nine, number two, Nimely. So $7 the divvy today. You go to uh, you go to sports, today's offers, and you'll find it there, and it'll be there in around about 60 seconds a time. So today's offers, under sorry, go to sports, today's offers, and it'll be there any tick of the clock. There's a stack of offers there uh, as well today. It's all sorts of things. How many, you know, the top two finishes in some of the feature races, etc. And just while I, I, just while I remember as well, a lot of people um, obviously follow all our tipsters, Brad included. A lot of people are very fond of Dean Lester uh, with justification. If you're looking at the Mooney Valley races on the Tab app and you'll see preview, there's a little video icon there and Dean Lester gives his thoughts on each race. So, um, yeah, it's just something uh, that people might want to have a look at. It is open behind the gates at Multi. So head to Sports, today's offers and Wooshka, it is there, $7. Or you might not like those horses and say your dream you don't get involved. It's up to you. Yeah, totally up to you. It's uh, uh, just. Can we just go back to race five? Quick question. You, you may have covered off on this horse, guys. Um, we've, we'll go on to the Spring Champion shortly, but this is uh, from Tonko. Race five, number nine, Maranth. Coming back, Irish import, second favourite in the Ebor. When do these horses find their way on Aussie tracks? And your thoughts on today? Is it a bit early for Maran uh, and a bit too short? So, uh, Brad... Uh, we won't take too long on Moran, but 
where does he slot in today? He's, he's big enough odds with the tab, I think. Yeah, I just wait for those types of horses to find form before I go near them. Um, a lot of them take a long time to adapt to Australian racing, the, the different speed style, and some just don't travel over as well. So um, for me, I'll, I'm happy to wait. Yeah, I'm happy to pass today. Okay, fair enough. Let's go to race number eight today at Ramwick. This is the Mowat and Shandon Spring Champion Stakes. Good addition. Well, they are racing for $2 million, aren't they? A group one, three-year-olds, 2,000 metres. What is the tab market telling you here, Hills? An excellent betting race. Uh, she's Extreme's the favourite. She has stepped into it today. $4.60 to $5. It's now $3.90. Elliptical, $4.20. Bottomed out at $3.70. Now $4.20. Williamsburg, $5 to $5.50. Prometo, $6 to $7. Sharp and Smart, $7 to $8. Match a latte. Not much luck last start. $12 into $10. And go to Renaissance Woman. It's $13 to $26. $31 to $26 for Manzoy. So that is a look at the trade this morning in terms of fluctuations. In terms of dollars held. Yeah, it's She's Extreme. And also, yeah, it's pretty much market order. But Match a latte, which I mentioned, didn't have much luck last start. Uh, they've kept it safe. $10 comment uh, before we uh, go to the spring champion comment from Andy at Wilberforce hi guys I think some are ignoring how good Golden Mile was in the Golden Rose uh, so we're trying to tie in some of that three-year-old form so the spring champion who do we have here let's get a mark from the gong and we'll give you guys um, and our listeners a chance to uh, you can text us in and you're still 0419767272 mark from the gong I like the Philly she's extreme to, uh, to win the Spring Champion Stakes. What's your, opi- uh, your opinion, Darren? Uh, definite chance. Uh, she's extreme. Stepping up to the 2,000 metres, I suspect that she'll get it. But uh, I thought the other filly who's already proven herself at the trip was interesting as well. Uh, Bjorn Baker's filly, Renaissance Woman. Yeah, I've, sort of, I've got 11 and 12 marked there, and I've got the top four, five mark. This is, for me, one of the most complicated races of the day. I thought Elliptical was really strong at the end in the Caulfield Guineas when he finally got in the clear, but he did seem to want to hang in a fair bit over the last of 200 metres. And initially he was going for one run and I think the way it was laying in made it difficult to take the gap, but he's strong. I, I like Prometo's run last uh, Saturday in the Craven Plate. They really threw him in the deep end there against uh, the, the hardheads over 1,800 metres, and I think he acquitted himself quite well, and he being beaten three and a quarter there. So it was good to get a, a line of Prometo, a completely different form line up against the older horses. And I thought he did enough there, so I'm going with him uh, to win what I think is a very complicated race from Elliptical, uh, Sharp and Smart, Williamsburg, Machalata. I think they're all chances off the Warwick Farm run and then the two Philly She's Extreme Renaissance Woman. I'm not much help here. I'm tipping half the field. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. Well, it's, it's, it's half that kind of a race, isn't it, Brad? Hang on. Yes, Hills? Yeah, get on quickly if you want to take this multi. It's still open. Someone's uh, asked that it's up for two minutes. I can tell you it is still open, but you better be quick. Um, Brad, the spring champion, She's Extreme was the main focal point, but uh, her and your overall view and thoughts on the spring champion. Yeah, I like this race from a betting perspective. I, I've, got a, I've got a theory and I'm working off that theory and I love potting a few form lines and, and taking a few others and that's what I've done here. And Look, the, the, the question that, that revolves around this race is simply does She's Extreme get the 2,000? Because if she gets the 2,000, she's the best race, course in this race by two lengths. Simple as that. Um, her form is just better than these, and that's why she's been back. 
because there is that little query for sure at 2,000. She's by extreme choice. They haven't really been tested beyond a mile. He's a sprinter, of course, but her mum did win at 2,100 metres. But you go through her form. She's lapped Renaissance Woman, Renaissance Woman in the in the flight stakes. She's lapped Williamsburg last preparation on a, on a heavy track at a mile at, at Ramwick in the Champagne. And she's run a, a good race in the Golden Rose. And she was strong enough through the line in the flight stakes. So... I think when you're looking at the form line, she's clearly the, the just a standout here, and it's just a case of if she runs the trip, and that is why you're getting sort of four dollars and not not two fifty three dollars for mine. Um, Eleven uh, two, sorry, Promido. I think he's the other one with the form line I want to be with here. He he's got the Golden Rose form, big tick, and then he's gone to the the Craven Plate as, as Darren said, and. Everyone will look at that last little bit, and it's the same what everyone did with Golden Mile in the course of Guinea. They looked at his Golden Rose last 50 metres and said, well, he won't run a mile. But as, the, as the, uh, the, the viewer just pointed out, or the listener, that he was terrific in the Golden Rose because he was left in front so far from home. And it was a similar run for Prometo in the Craven Plate. He was chasing that hot speed for so long that he had to feel the pinch the last 50 metres. He was terrific, and he's had that real toughen-up run now to 2,000 metres against the older horses. And I think with a with a more conservative ride, he's going to be right in the finish as well. So they're the two I want to back. The ones I want to pot, I want to pot the gloaming stake. I just think it's not the form. I've always pegged Williamsburg as that sort of second-tier form and, and go back to She's Extreme, you know, last preparation, beating uh, five and a half lengths behind her. I think you'll get the 2,000, but I just think he's a length or two off at the best of them. So his chance is that, that 2,000 metres tick. But I think the form, sharp and smart, fell in there Matcha latte was so good. I just want to put that. Just want to leave that form. I kind of want to take on elliptical as well. I think he he was good in the Caulfield Guineas, but as I said, it was a, a terrible race on the clock. And uh, you know his mum won at eleven hundred metres. I just got to be against him a little bit as well. So I think two and eleven are the ones I want to back, and I want to take on the others to some degree. I think they're taking up a little bit too much percentage. And I've been saying all week she's extreme, should be favourite. She's now favourite, and um, I think she'll start a you know well back favourite. Thirteen hundred at three ninety. We've just taken on she's extreme. It's funny, Darren. I, I I I like sharp and smart in this race. I just remember what Hugh Bowman said when he hopped hopped off this horse. He said you know, he's going to love two thousand metres. But uh, you know, Darren, as Brad said, it's about which form you're prepared to like mm. or not. But I'm I'm a, I'm a sharp and That's smart what, fan. They were talking Cox Plate at one stage. Well, he's spring champion than Derby, so he wants to be strong today, doesn't he? Well, he was strong at Warwick Farm. He, he really out-toughed uh, Machilato there in what was a really good battle. But there was basically a race book covering the, the three of them as they reached the post. But he, he sort of lifted off the canvas. Yeah, it's the, it's the beauty of um, people thinking different things, that's for sure. Um, we might go to the tenth and final race of the day, then we'll... Uh, we'll Go, let Darren go and get his uh, get himself organised. But just to mark it for the last race of the day, Hurls, if you will, race 10, um, the Catanac Jewelers Handicap. All right, and I'll just say that the uh, multi is still open. Again, sports, today's offers, and it's, it's up the top there. Behind the gates, multi, still open. All right, uh, race number 10, we suggested here on the card this afternoon. Oh, no, it's not. Uh, yes, it is, race number 10. All right, it gets underway at 10 past 6. Uh, you'll earn your beers tonight, um, Darren. Uh, 3.20, Bacchanalia, 3.50 available this morning. Now, even allowing for deductions, Clemenceau came out 18 by 14, two cents to win. Battle Tom, True State, 6 by 7, 3 by 2, Murrum Par, Liberty Sun, one cent to win. It's been well tried all week. 3.50 to 3.20 today, 
Bella Rouge, 5.50 to 4.80. Gee, it's been a tip around town for gold, uh, Coal Crusher since Wednesday. 8.50 it opened up at, 6 this morning. Now 5.50, Titanium Power. Uh, well, it's another one, $21 on Wednesday afternoon. 13 this morning, now $9. And then a drift for Samut, it's uh, 7.50 to $9. But a pretty interesting race here. As I said, uh, Coal Crusher has been very popular right throughout the week. In fact, we've taken more money on Coal Crusher than back in Nellia uh, since this market opened. Matt from Pennant Hills, Coal Crusher, he's my best of the day. Is anyone with me? Brad? I've got him on top. Yeah, I thought he's great first up. He just got back behind the speed without his blinkers, and I thought he battled away really well. Different setup, blinkers on again, roll to the front, give a really good kick. So for me, I'll go with him, but gee, I found it a deep race. I thought Bacchanalia was too short here. He had every possible the other day, and ran well but um, for me a bit too short in, a, in, a, in what's a pretty deep race so Cole Crusher for me in the last Darren yeah, with the blinkers going back on that's probably a big key with all the money that's coming in for Cole Crusher and Glenn Schofield has a marvellous record on this five year old I've gone with Bacchanalia. I thought uh, if we get the rain, if we get any type of rain during the meeting, that would really enhance his prospects there. With Blake Shin aboard, so Bacchanalia for me in the last. Very good. Okay. Uh, Darren, we might let you get yourself organised before you do. Can you give us your best value and quality numbers for Spring Champion Day, please? Right. So uh, the best bet's Noble Seal. Um, so nobody's inquired about the two-year-old race today, which I found intriguing. No. Um, what, 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 what have you? What, what are the trialers well, have grabbed your eye there? Uh, one in particular, Dipsy Doodle. You and Duff. What a oh, he's on it as well. Oh, good. Uh, what a good name for a horse, Dipsy Doodle. Mm. <laughs> At times are good. I like the style, so I think at the five fifty, she's my pick there. In the in the two year old James James Cummings came on and said she's just a bit of a natural, so she's here anyway. Um, the other one, the money's been for Barber. He went uh, he went quite nicely as well, but there was a, a fair difference between the times, and it was very much in favour of Dipsy Doodle on the clock over over Barber. Now the uh, the, the Quaddy race seven, one golden mile and ten a lot more lava. Race eight. I'm taking all of them here. One, Elliptical. Two, Prometo. Three, Sharp and Smart. Four, Williamsburg. Five, Machilate. Eleven, She's Extreme. And 12, Renaissance Woman. In the ninth race, one, Forbidden Love. And two, Nimalee. Might leave it at that. And in the last, going with five, Bacchanalia. Or four, Cold Crusher. Five, Bacchanalia. Along with ten, Samut. And 14, Bella Ruse, 4, 5, 10 and 14 for me on the last. Nice work, Darren. Good and my roughie will be, um, was it Palmito at about $14? Very good. Good man. See you during the week. Good calling. Cheers. Thanks, guys. Good on you. Darren Flindell. He'll be on Sky Thoroughbred Central, Sky Sports Radio all afternoon. Um, Brad, if you, can, if you can give us your best in value and also a, a request here for your top four horses in the quaddy legs. So they, you mightn't have them all in the quaddy, but just... Uh, top four horses in the quaddy legs for you, if you will, Brad. Uh, yep, bear with me. I'll, I'll do that. Race six, two, and nine to the two for me today. Cote, the best, and the value, race nine. Number two, Nima Lee. In terms of the top four in the quaddy legs, just let me go through my form guide here, and I'll get them for you. Um, hang on. Race uh, one, four, five, and three in the race number seven. 
Two, eleven, four, and one in race number eight. Two, three, seven, and ten in race number nine. And four, five, ten, and three in the last. Before you go, um, there have been uh, a couple of, uh, more than a couple of questions about the Cox Plate. And of course, Brad, you've done the form for Melbourne today. We'll, we'll get a best for Melbourne on a track that appears to be deteriorating every minute. But uh, yeah, three questions or comments there surrounding Animo. Uh, one is, yeah, you know, he he will just in. I think bolt in. We can say, uh, what are you tipping in the Cox Plate? Give us your thoughts on Animo and your best for Mooney Valley. Yeah, well, I made him the best because I I really struggled with the meeting. I don't know what's going to happen with the the track pattern and how it's going to play. And I think it is really a day to kind of sit back and have a look and 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 play on the run a bit. Um, because you know you might be looking for wider gates later on in the day. You might be, looking, you know, I just don't know. I think it's going to get wider, but. Um, I'm, I'm on a bit. I'm a bit uh, gun shy because of all those reasons. But Animo for me, I made him the best of the day there, just simply because he's bulletproof. He handles all ground. He maps well. He didn't handle the turn at Caulfield. He still beat them. Um, he's got all them covered. I'm, I'm convinced of that. Out of the Caulfield stakes, it's just what do you do with this El Bodegon or um, even Gold Trip with that different form if it gets really wet? So they're right there. But I, I think he'll get the job done. He's, he's just going beautifully this preparation and. And even though the price is, is pretty skinny, I, I think he's um, I think he's clearly the one to beat. So Cox Plate for me, um, he's on top. I think Gold Trip might be the one to run a race if we get into proper heavy and becomes a real uh, staying test at the 2000. And that's going to suit him back from 2400. But for me, Animo in the Cox Plate. Tend to agree. Tend to agree. Um, who's there? Uh, Michelle from Dubbo. Guys, my money is on Sydney race eight, number 12. And that would be... Renaissance woman. Good on you, Michelle. Good luck there. Thank you, Brad. Um, you'll be keeping uh, Mardo company, I would say, all day. Gator with you guys, I I think, I suspect. But, um, yeah, en- enjoy your day. A busy day it'll be on Sky Racing 1. Yeah, can't wait for it. Join us, I think, 1pm this afternoon. Gator, Mardo and myself, it'll be a great uh, afternoon. Tune in and um, good luck to all the punters today. Thanks, Richard. Good on you. Good man. Brad Davidson, Darren Flindell, you get you get your chance to fire in some questions to the guys there uh, with our Behind the Gates multi. And uh, as we hit bang on 11 o'clock, we sold out. We've sold out. Now, I'll tell you what I might have to do next week. It was open for long, it was, it was yeah, open longer got, than last uh, week. Yeah, 15 minutes. I, I, I might even have to film some sort of tutorial because uh, people seem to argue that... Oh, I'd love to be, watch that. Yeah, <laughs> you'll be filming it. Uh, since people seem to be arguing the toss with me every week. But anyway, a stack of people got on, so they found it under Sports Today's offers, and it was the first one there featuring racing because generally on Saturday, racing's first there. If it was Sunday, it'd be you know the footy or something. And um, and look, appreciate the listeners, and good luck to all who who do get on. But what, haven't you said in the past there are you know, around eight hundred to a thousand individual bets that people have a play on this? So we we, we appreciate the listenership yeah, and those who get involved. Hundred percent. We would have written over a thousand bets there this morning, and that's generally the case every week. And good so. luck to good luck to them all. Um, uh, you watch you watch Golden Mile on fifth anyway. <laughs> Indeed. You just, but you just don't know. And look, the Pundas panel, good luck if you're on the Pundas panel multi as well today. If you had yeah, well, a play that yesterday. Dicko's given us a bit of leeway uh, now. We're allowed to take, if the, Dave Stanley, for example, takes race four, number one, we're actually allowed to have a selection in that race as long as it's not the same horse. So 
Well done. Okay. okay. All right. Let's get through a few things. Uh, first races, uh, races one and two, Ramwick, Moody Valley and Doombin. All th- six races there in total. If your horse loses, you get a bonus bet back up to $50. As simple as that. Ramwick, Moody Valley and Doombin today. Races three to six, run second or third. You get a bonus bet back up to $50. There's a stack of specials available there. Again, under sports and today's offers. You mentioned Golden Mile Ice Bath, both to run top two, $4. Uh, Zaki and Animo, both to run top three in the Cox Plate at $3. There is a plethora of them there. As far as Jockey's Challenge is concerned this afternoon, We've got Blake Shin back, $1.50. $4.40, Huey Bowman, $10, Karen McAvoy. Uh, we then go to any other jockey option at $14. Uh, Jason Collett, $19. $26, Rachel Williams, Brenton Avdala, and Willie Pike at $31. And finally, uh, the annual boys weekend. Uh, Motley crew down there at Jeringong. Uh, today, I believe they're already enjoying the coverage and uh, a few schooners. So Shane and the boys uh, have a good day today.